0: Welcome to Stand Strong in the Word podcast. Jason Jimenez with you as always. So glad you guys are tuning in. I hope you're just pumped and excited because today we're going to be jumping into prayer. And the title that I put together for our podcast today is never give up. Don't give up is something that we oftentimes say to other people. But when it comes to us, how often do we give up? Especially when it comes to prayer. Last podcast and podcast 37, we talked about Judgment. And now, as we continue the Sermon on the Mount, we look at prayer, and this is pivotal. You know, prayer is foundational to the whole constructs and aspects of what Sermon on the Mount is all about. If you and I want to live out the Beatitudes, if you and I want to forgive people, if you and I do not want to be a hypocrite, if we want to move mountains, if we want to serve the Lord and advance His kingdom and be that house that's built on the rock, we need to be men and women of prayer. That's the bottom line. And again, I cannot tell you that I, as I'm reading through so many different books right now on prayer, uh, I am just so blown away about how pathetic my prayer life really is. And I admit that. I'm not I'm not trying to um, be doom and gloom. I'm just being honest. I'm being real. Prayer is one of those things in my life. And I've talked to many other people who feel the same way. It's, it's something that we always ask God that we would improve in. Prayer is certainly something that we can never get to a point where we feel it's, you know, I've arrived. I've I'm the best prayer person in the world. No, it's never like that. Prayer is one of those things where it's not just about improvement. It's a matter of saying, God, I want to draw closer to you and I and I need your help. But a lot of times I get so sidetracked. And I get so confused oftentimes, or I lack faith, or I feel insecure. I feel like my faith is insufficient, or my Christian walk isn't what it should be. Or I've been praying for something hit and miss. Sometimes, you know, I may write it down or pray before I go to bed, and I just don't feel like you're hearing me. Or I can't recall the last time I had answer uh, answers to my prayers. These are things that bog us down. And they prevent us from drawing deeper in our relationship with God through prayer. So today in the title, don't give up. That's what I'm saying to you right now, my friend. I'm saying to you, don't give up. God wants you and I to have not a successful prayer life. He wants you and I to have a real and honest relationship with him through prayer. That's what he wants is consistency. And for you and I to be persistent in the midst of resistance. And we're going to be talking about that today and what that looks like. So let me just jump right in. Let's tackle this passage in Matthew chapter 7. We're going to be reading verses 7 through 11. And the cross-referencing that you can see this when it comes to the Sermon on the Plain is Luke chapter 11, 5 through 13. So here we go. Matthew chapter 7, verse 7. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks it will be opened. Or which one of you? If his son asks him for bread, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? So we see here in Matthew chapter 7 that Jesus uses ask, seek, and knock and the persistency that you and I need to have in prayer. I want to turn to Luke chapter 11, and I want to show you what Jesus, uh, how he puts it here in context. He gives an illustration of persistence in Luke chapter 11, verses five through eight. He uses a neighbor. Notice what Jesus says. He says, and said to him, which of you who has a friend will go to him at midnight and say to him, friend, lend me three loaves for a friend of mine has arrived on a journey and I have nothing to set before him. And he will answer from within, do not bother me. The door is now shut and my children are with me in bed. I cannot get up and give you anything. I tell you, though he will not get up and give him anything because he is his friend, yet because of his impudence, he will rise and give him whatever he asks. So in Matthew chapter 7, Jesus gives the acronym ASK, and it stands for ask, seek, and knock. In Luke chapter 11, he uses a persistent neighbor who notice he comes at an awkward hour uh, an hour where we know everyone's in bed and they're asleep. Now in that custom, you know, they all slept together in one on the floor to, to keep themselves warm. Plus they didn't have multiple rooms like you and I are used to. And so it was trouble for him to get up and to let him in to interfere with what they're doing, meaning sleeping. And so it, the, the Jesus is saying he won't get up because he's a friend, because he's a neighbor, which is the right thing to do to be courteous. But he gets up because a guy is going to be persistent and keep knocking and then wake up the whole neighborhood kind of thing, right? Now, it's interesting that Jesus uses prayer as that. When you and I hear that, we, we react in a way of saying, man, that's rude. And But the point is we oftentimes, I think, don't go there in prayer. We do give up because we don't want to... Feel that awkwardness. We don't want to be that persistent to where we think we're going to be annoying people. We're going to, in this case, we're going to be annoying God. I just want you to know, according to Scripture, that's just not the case. So let's break down the terminology that is used in context to help you not give up in your prayer life. Notice the first word is ask. And it says, and it will be given to you. The term ask used by Jesus means to request or demand something with urgency, to plead, to beg. See, Jesus states three times that if you ask, you will receive the things that you've asked. In 1 John 3, John the apostle says, and whatever we ask, we receive from him because we keep his commandments and do what pleases him. He further said in that same epistle in 1 John 5, 13 and 15, I write these things to you who believe in the name of the son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life. And this is the confidence that we have toward him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us and whatever we ask, we know that we have the requests that we have asked of him. So it's okay to ask the Lord for things as long as it's according to his will and noting and noticing the faith that Jesus puts here is that it's about knowing that whatever we ask, we will receive it. That's the kind of faith we need to have, but it doesn't stop there. Notice the second thing that Jesus says when it comes to prayer is now about what is about seeking This, this term that he uses here about seeking and you will find, it's not a quick look around, right? You know, when you're looking for something, which I'm notorious for doing until I ask my wife and she finds it right away. That's not what Jesus is saying here. We kind of just look around a little bit. You got to move things. This kind of seeking is diligently looking for something until it is found. Okay. So prayer is about diligence. It's about persistence. But it doesn't stop there. The last thing Jesus says about prayer is about knocking. And notice he says, it will be opened. The word opened means to be restored or to be healed. See, so when you're, when you're praying for a broken marriage, when you're praying for a prodigal child, when you're praying for a relationship to be restored, when you have issues in the church, when you're struggling in ministry, you're struggling out there, uh, we have to know as a Christian that when we do ask, okay, and notice the persistency sometimes can get awkward, but you're willing to go there. Because you know that God has called you to that type of faith. And when you're going to seek until it is found, because man, I'll tell you, I get so impatient when I can't find something, get frustrated. And if we're being honest, we can apply that same type of frustration to our prayer life. But the Bible tells us to continue to ask, continue to seek, continue to knock, not to give up. You know, you can look for something a little bit and then just give up. But you, When I'm looking for my keys when I'm looking for my wallet, no matter how frustrating that is, guess what? Not only will I keep looking for it until I find it because it's that important, but I'll bring reinforcements, which is my wife, obviously, and she'll find it pretty quickly. Now, um, my daughter does as well. Those are important. So, there are times, my friend, when you are frustrated, you want to give up. Bring in some reinforcements. Seek out other people who have strong faith. So, knocking will help restore and bring healing. So, Jesus compares prayer to knocking on a door. Remember, not a, not on a wall. Prayer is persistency in the midst of resistance. So just remember that. A lot of times people then they they you know they'll oftentimes say that, you know, it feels like I'm just beating my my head against the wall when I pray. No. Jesus says prayer is about knocking on the door. Doors are meant to be opened. Prayers are meant to be opened. That's what you and I are to, to look at prayer about. Now, again, when you get a no, that door was opened. You may have said, Lord, open this door so I can get this new job. And God opens the door, and guess what? The job isn't there. But the point is that you know now that once the prayer was answered, you've had that connection with the Lord. You know that, you know what, Lord? You showed me because now you have something different. You show me that this job is not for me because you have something better than what I expected. A commentary put it this way. We ask for what we wish. We seek for what we miss. We knock for that from which we feel ourselves shut out. Answering to this threefold representation is a triple assurance of success to our believing efforts. In his excellent book, Prevailing Prayer, notice how D.L. Moody puts this whole asking, seeking and knocking into perspective. He says, then the highest type of Christian is the one who has got clear insight beyond asking, seeking and keeps knocking till the answer comes. If we knock, God has promised to open the door and grant our request. It may be years before the answer comes. He may keep us knocking but he has promised that the answer will come, end quote. I think that's true. Think about how many times we've given up in prayer, and so we lost it. God wanted to give it to us, but we lost it because we lost the faith to continue to be persistent and continue to knock. So just remember, it may get annoying, it may become repetitious, But God says, keep asking, seeking, and knocking. Notice he says, for everyone in verse 8, Matthew 7, who asks, receives, and the one who seeks, finds, and the one who knocks, it will be opened. This is the confidence we have when we pray, my friend. If you and I pray all the time, if our life of prayer contains seeking, asking, seeking, and knocking in faith, then you and I can expect that we will receive, we will find, and things will be opened. Jesus uses the imperatives of asking, seeking, and knocking in the present tense. Did you know that? And why? Why? Because he's making the point that we are not to give up in prayer. Prayer is a continuation. Prayer is about us growing in our faith and not settling on just simple requests. You and I are not to pray things that offend God. When you and I pray little, when we put very little effort into prayer, that's offensive to God. We are never to hesitate in seeking God for his blessings. He loves you and he loves me. and He desires that his children come to him and, and ask for the things that we need of but this type of active and persistent prayer life is not solely about just asking for things, you know, that God will meet our, our needs provisionally, materialistically. No, this type of prayer goes far beyond the the physical, my friend. This is about living out the beatitudes. This is about not living a hypocritical life. This is about God transforming you from the inside out and how that's going to impact Uh, your relationships that people are going to see you. They're going to come to you, not just for advice, not just for a friendship, but seek you out to say, I need you to pray for me. I need us to call uh, a time of prayer and we need to join forces and pray together. That's what I'm talking about. And As I'm even saying that right now, there are very few friends that I have that I know that I can call them like that and they're going to make something happen because they're men and women of prayer. So one, prayer is not about giving up. And now number two, prayer is about God giving you and I good gifts. Notice in verse nine, he says, if your son asks him for bread, will he give him a stone? Now, remember some stones back then, uh, they look like the ancient loaves of bread. So the idea what Jesus is saying here in verse nine is the idea is not to trick or deceive your child. So God is not going to trick you. He's not going to deceive you. Oh, oh, pray for this or lay something on your heart. And then he just, it's doing trickery. No, God does not do that. Now in verse 10, notice that Jesus says here, if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent? Jesus is saying parents are meant to protect their children. They're not going to give something to their child that will harm them. So number one, God will not trick you. And number two, God will not give you something that's going to harm you. Now notice verse 11. If you then who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give good things to those who ask him? The point is earthly parents, you and I, as much as we love our children, we're born in sin. And yet we still demonstrate a sacrificial love for our children. However, our heavenly father's love is perfect. His knowledge of who we are and what you and I need is perfect. His wisdom, his guidance is never wrong. So if you and I, as earthly parents, know how to give good things to our children, to want to give them good things when they ask us, how much more will our Heavenly Father give us the things that we ask uh, from Him? Remember, He is an omnibenevolent God. He loves us. When you and I look back as we conclude and we tie this whole thing up, my friend, and you're struggling. You're like, man, I just want to give up in prayer. Or, I have been given up in prayer or much of my prayer life has been about giving up. And I'm not asking, Jason. I'm not seeking. I'm not knocking like, like you were talking about. I'm not that persistent neighbor, but I want to be that persistent neighbor. Think back, remember about David. Remember the, the treachery of his son Absalom and how he tried to not only remove his father, but to kill off his family so that he could become the next king. Despite that sin... What did David do? He still loved his son. He still prayed that his son would come back to him. That's the kind of love our Heavenly Father has for us. So as I conclude this podcast, my friend, if you've been struggling, you just want to give up and you feel like your life, uh, your prayer life is pathetic because you're pathetic, stop thinking that way. Just ask for forgiveness right now for thinking that. Surround yourself with people who love to pray. Make that a priority in your life. You know, I have to say in my life, there's not a day that goes by that I don't pray and seek the Lord, but there are those days where I feel like my prayers are going nowhere. And maybe it's because there's sin in my life, because of lack of faith in my life, whatever the case may be, or that I just need to continue to strive in my prayer life and struggle through it. And knowing at one point someday, uh, my prayers that I'm praying right now will be answered. But I will say this though, recently as I've been praying in my prayer journal, I looked at a lot of things I've been praying for recently and I know that those are things I need to be praying for. And so it's helped guide me and and, and help me not give up. So don't give up. Prayer is not about giving up. Prayer is about moving forward, not giving up and knowing that when we ask, when we seek and when we knock, our Heavenly Father will give us good gifts. I love you, my friend. Thank you for listening. And I'll see you on the next podcast. For more information on Jason Jimenez and Stand Strong Ministries, visit us at standstrongministries.org. Thank you for listening and keep standing strong in the word of God.